very quiet. This isn't a, a really energy we've got on mic. I'm like, I'm winded. I mean, yeah. dude, that last like 30 minutes, especially like, woo, you guys, yeah. man. I'm like just sit. I was like just sitting there in these. There's this editing between Not all of these situations. I'm Hunter Mobley. I'm Harry Sayer. And I'm Ernest Calderon here with your Game of Thrones the instant penultimate takes. episode. The second to last. Uh, we've been doing this on We Bought a Mic for five episodes now. This is season eight, episode five of Game of Thrones. We got one more. Yeah. And that's it. I'm excited. This one was directed by Miguel Sapochnik, who did... Uh, what was it called? The la- the long night. Yeah, the, the long night. Yeah, the um the night king one, and right off the bat, much much better episode this than is, that one. What's funny yes. about this is how hyped up the long night was, and then this was just like straight up a better episode, like I all ge- around. I really wonder if they did that on purpose. But like, I just it's twofold dude, where you like, can hype up the big ice battle, which everyone's talking about anyway, and then you can also hide. The greater, uh, yeah, b- better looking episode that's to come. It's, I mean, it, that's it's my conspiracy so, like, theory. You know, <laughs> there were multiple shots in this episode when the siege actually happens. Where like I was just like, oh, this is Children of Men. This is Game yeah. of Thrones doing Children of Men oh, right now, and I'm all in. Those on shots this. following Arya were <laughs> it's, incredible. So, it's yeah, perfect. This like, is easily this is the first episode to me with this new season where I feel like. The extra time and the extra money was worth it for the episode. This, this, you know, they keep saying this feels like we're making these like one and a half hour movies or what have you. But this is the first time where you you actually felt that on screen. It, it was mm-hmm. the level of spectacle was just like through the fucking roof. I I would split it in two. I think the first half was um, mainly focused on John and Daenerys, and the second half was mostly focused on Arya and the Hound with a good bit of Jamie and Cersei in there. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like I kind of forgot about it, but this episode started with Danny killing Varys, a character we followed since the show began. And if you listened last week, I voiced my undying love for Varys. Yeah, I love Varys. Like, and Varys is a great him, character. To and... see him die in the opening moments of this one it it hurt me so why i think that like it works so much like his death towards the show is not only like he is the scapegoat for both john and Tyrion to just like put it on varus but also varus his whole thing is he's the master of whispers do you think that danny wants the master of whispers like out there spreading the truth out into the world no like she knows like he is the biggest threat at all and it was so it's it was a shorthand for getting to the closest thing to Mad Queen Daenerys as we could. It was a way to until, jump until like, later, that. When she 30, the Mad yeah, Queen until like <laughs> burning a city to the yeah, ground. But. Uh, this is a weird episode where I think it's just visually unbelievable and like one of the best looking episodes they've ever had. And uh, I don't one of the best looking episodes in the history of yeah, television. Yeah, I agree with that. But I just think uh, what it does, it does badly and it just happens too fast for me to care see i just don't think it's bad like i do think that everybody's motivations are there and i buy it it's just i just wish that we had more time to do this in well, like it just feels rushed yeah, i wouldn't say that's it's bad, bad. It's, no i don't think that's bad because yeah. it's shorthand for it to be bad that would say that it's like if they're doing something that seems completely out of field that doesn't seem like the character i feel like pretty much everybody is following what at this point has become their narrative arc it's just it is shorthand it's just a little bit too 
truncated. It's like I just wanted more time from t- point A to point B. Cliff notes, you might say. Yeah, I mean, I, I must sound like a broken record at this point, but it's plot over character. And a, a show that was defined by character in its opening seasons because it had the source material to build off of is now being written like any other TV show where they sit down and they, and they uh, uh, postmark, they benchmark, they, they signpost these plot points yeah, and then, they, and then yeah. that dictates what you see and not george r, r. martin sitting at a at a keyboard just letting it flow through him it's, based it's, on the characters he's created yeah i totally agree it's hard for me to accept that sometimes i think episodes like this are why it's hard because just i think the heel turns with many of the characters just i know that like it would make sense for them to get to that point but the fact that we end one episode with daenerys uh, kind of being on edge and then missing day dying to this episode having gone into some kind of uh, manic like uh, crazed phase and then she immediately starts murdering people after winning like that that they just didn't do the work to make you believe that well it okay just didn't work and, but the thing is that like I feel like I can see all of the seams here like in within the last two episodes we had Jorah dying and Masande dying the only two advisors who Danny could unconditionally trust and talk with about anything, and they would tell her what's real. Jorah, and, like, who's been there since episode one. Yeah. I just And Masande has been there, like, since very early on, whenever Danny first started getting Probably season her, three. Yeah, like, whenever she first started actually getting an army behind her. Like I get that. They've definitely advised her in the past and led her on the right track, but I don't think the removal of them or the absence of them would make her start murdering children. Well, yeah, that's why you like, just, just want, just like, happens a little nowhere. bit <laughs> a little bit more that it's like i mean we get that one moment before uh before the actual siege of king's landing takes place where it's that john and danny moment and this is they're trying to have some kind of a moment and they're like i need love and fear and i i like, felt I like that worked. Fear. i feel like that worked better than a lot of the other john danny stuff that we've seen because there is that element in there of the relationship not working and we've always felt that yeah. when when it was supposed to be working well so that's my whole thing is that i almost feel like they're leaning into the fact that kit harrington and amelia clark don't have chemistry with they, each other yeah. so it's come they're back around full into that meaning like uh, well it was all a plot point all along because, well, you see, he's her nephew. <laughs> Let me talk about something I really liked, which is that, you know, they really made the impact of the dra- the dragon at this point finally making it to King's Landing and that, like, you know, eighth season kind of set up in promise. They With the really, vision? the vision, Just, yeah, just the fact that they, these two characters, this Daenerys and Wester- and King's Landing are finally meeting after setting it up from the very beginning, you know, that, you know, seeing that actually come to fruition and the way they actually executed on it like and the thing was is that it was uh it was mean like they they said in the beginning you know the dothraki have a way which is to murder and pillage when they arrive and you actually yeah. they didn't you, you do that you they committed that. to it they actually yeah. showed i don't I, I don't know how to feel that it seems like the ending message of the show is that like all leaders are bad and like just people get corrupted on the way i think they kind of got their very i mean just i don't know what else the show is possibly trying to say at this point when she's gone full super villain but like you know, so. but I mean, to your point that like everything about the Dothraki and like they were like literally wild people, and Danny's tried to calm them down as much as it 
happens. At this point, obviously, she's taken over the city, and people are just, like, hiding. And you see just a random Dothraki soldiers coming in there, like, slicing children's head off. Before I forget, in in, uh, Season 2, during the the Battle of Blackwater, Cersei's talking to Sansa while she's hammered. She's just talking about how... You know, just the whole point of Game of Thrones, which is to, like, subvert fairy tale ideas. She's like, this battle will go badly for you, even if you think they're going to rescue you. Like, we were going to get hurt or killed. Like, they actually kept that feeling and that spirit of, like, what conflict actually is in this world mm-hmm. to this episode. They did, an, uh, they did an action movie, I guess, to, to be really reductive about it. But I mean, that was one thing about last week's episode, which I I will say, listeners, I don't think it's the best episode. I, I, decided, I was riding on a little bit of the high last week. I, <laughs> you can't, didn't, I, was I don't immediate. think you said it was the best episode. I didn't say it was the best, but I did, like, I still, like, really enjoy last week. But one thing that I liked about, like, that episode is because of these moments between Tyrion and Varys, specifically with Varys, where he's bringing it back around to the common man to, okay. Yeah. There's Lords fighting for power and there's zombies and everything else. But what about just like your average farmer, John, who's just like happening to be like working and he just pledges loyalty to whatever person owns his land because he's not trying to die or like commit treason now you have somebody in here is just like you have to bend to me the knee to me or I will fucking burn you with my dragons. And oh, you're going to go hide for safety for me? Guess what? I'm going to fucking burn you alive. I'm bringing the dragon. Like that's what like I can see where this show could be better. Like I just wish that this was a full 10 episode yeah, season I, I instead think, of a six. I like I feel like that would fix all of my pacing we're issues. We're at the point of the season where like you need more time to do these things because like We have an episode uh, left. We have one episode I mean, you left. You need more time to again Daenerys is a character we ostensibly viewed as a protagonist or the world's closest thing to a good guy for like six seasons. And then basically the episode after she loses her best friend, she starts murdering children. So like it ju- they're just not doing it. Well. It's almost it's almost like they, the writers wanted to be like, "Hey, you should have seen this coming." And if you didn't, too bad. The murdering children—that's just such a leap from like being possibly a worse ruler you than can, initially thought. I mean, like but, that's such a different divide. It's like, just leap. like it's one of those things where like you can see the seams, but it just seems like they should have taken more time to do it. We haven't even mentioned the double. Well, okay, <laughs> or that. <laughs> We lost two of the main characters in this cast. Number one, say it, Harry Strickland. Harry Strickland. The hero of uh, and the other one, Kyber. Extra number four. Kyber. Oh, yeah, I, I love that ending. He just gets hurled against the no, rocks. That was, I literally stood up and clapped because yeah. I just I loved it. It was the perfect Kyber ending. He gets shoved by the mountain into the crumbling castle. <laughs> Without even good. getting his line and I, out. And like, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, you just like look over and see his back is like clearly snapped in half. And you're like, well, he's a frail old man. So like, get, that makes boy. sense. <laughs> like, Not to be too negative. Let's talk about how amazing this episode looked. Because like, my dude, so good. Yeah, those Mortal Kombat shots of the mountain <laughs> looming dude, over so the hound. Like we talked about while we were watching the episode, like he looks like a video game character. He does not look of this world. The dragons look more of this world than the mountain does. I mean, there's like, there's some incredible imagery. We already mentioned the shots of Arya running through the chaos. The shot of uh, Drogon coming out of the shadows to burn Varys. It's haunting. terrifying. It's haunting. Like it's truly like. Also, I loved the uh, the the shot. Okay, so first of all, we get the moment of John 
and Davos and Grey Worm standing at the front lines and deciding that they're going to take the charge on, even though we get the, the, the bells of the innocent ringing. But then that gets followed up later on in the episode with this moment of John uh, realizing, finally, come on, John, get with it, that uh, you're fucking up. You're you're destroying and murdering innocence. And it's it's actually a solid moment there of Kit Harrington. You know, I don't think Jon Snow has been the most compelling character, so, well, but but this is a good moment for really him to realize. No, well, that's uh, that's kind of the moment. thing is yeah, that I like really I feel like that. this episode did kind of some good retconning for both Jon and Tyrion's characters for like the last like season, season and a half, where they just seem like they just became idiots, and it's like you're finally starting to see them realize like oh. Shit. Well, everybody else around us might have been right now. About this whole now thing. that you like, say that, I, I do love the John moment there, just because we were starting to wonder, like, hey man, um, especially like can the, you realize the episode, you can see in his acting that there's something there, but like he's still just like that's our queen. You cannot say anything but, about our queen. Exactly, but I thought that that actual moment of him realizing kind of pays that off, where you finally are like, okay, it took him a while to get there, but finally. Little John, who knows nothing, is finally realizing some shit. But Peter Dinklage has a similar moment, and he is a much, much better actor there. Yeah. And he, <laughs> we get this moment right before Daenerys takes off to burn everyone, where he realizes what is about to go down. Um, also, Clay, the Clegane Bowl. It's good. Solid stuff. Beautiful imagery, great moment, great callback to Oberyn getting his eyes yeah. got. Yeah, out. that was that was really cool. I was worried about what was going to happen there. But it was really well done. Everyone's stabbing the each other. The hound just going for it and just being like, "Well, I'm going to die anyways here because you're a fucking zombie." So I'm just going to kill myself. And he dies. He dies in the flames. He dies in the flames, which is perfect. Like that's so. That's a very Game of Thrones thing where uh, it's like somebody is born in the flames, they will die in the yeah. flames. That yeah. feels very I'll, true. My favorite part of the episode. It's really clumsy and obvious but it worked for me was uh just uh uh hound talking to aria right before he left like just i felt great. it it really hit me and yeah it was good well that brings us to our um they came together moment where hey, if one more thing <laughs> thanks if you've seen the david wayne film they came together you know that they maybe they're fans or maybe they're just stupid <laughs> but it's a straight callback to they came together. I'm lean on the Paul ladder Rudd. there. <laughs> uh, guys. The worst trope in movie. We got to talk about Jamie. Okay, so. Okay. I'm sad. So. I'm very sad. I really, I'm, I hate the way that they went out. But over the last week, I've been really mulling on last week's episode and Jamie and his whole arc. And Jamie, Did he leave because he loved Cersei or did he leave because he hated Cersei and wanted to kill her? So, we, we didn't know. Well, that's one of those things is like. Jamie, like, throughout pretty much this entirety of the show, Jamie has been my favorite character because I think he has the most compelling arc. And Coster Waldo's acting is yeah, Nicholas fucking Coster phenomenal. Yeah, is amazing. So, like, last week it really was left up to those things where it was kind of 50-50 on is he going to go back there because, like, he's truly in this abusive relationship with his first love being his sister. Like, he has to be with her. Like, they've been together literally since the womb that they have to be together. Or is he going back there to kill her? And so I was really interested this episode on seeing what was happening. And as much as I wanted the Valencar prophecy, I wanted all these like things to come to fruition of Jamie killing her. 
They got it squashed. Does seem <laughs> not necessarily they got squashed, kind of slightly sad. off camera, but it seems appropriate them dying together. They came into this world together; they're going to die together. I will say the acting was fucking yes, phenomenal. I agree. That's my thing. But the 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 writing is. It's disappointing. Lena Headley and Costa Rolfa have so much better chemistry than Kit Harrington. So here's my thing. I think how y'all feel about how like uh, those two actors have great, amazing chemistry and just like doing having an amazing emotional impact, but also they're kind of like the writing's a little disappointing. Yeah, that's just how I feel about like most of the pairings in the show now. But like that, that's just kind of like it. Just it. You feel like they could just do this a little bit better. Like they deserve a little bit more, but they're still really good actors, and they're just doing it right. So it's a very odd mix. I I will mostly agree with that, but there are moments where I feel like they get it perfect. Like last week, you weren't here, but I spoke oh, about Varys and yeah, and Tyrion. Those scene. scenes, yeah, perfect, perfect, classic Thrones. Yeah. So, uh, so is Jamie being positioned at the end there as sort of a. I, I guess just maybe, you know, he kind of had his own arc going there. And then the last two episodes, he, you know, slept with Brienne and then left Brienne to go back to his sister to just console her. It's one how, those, how does that? How do we so this is one of those things is that I feel like Jamie. they sh- this should have been a longer thing. He should have been like him and Brienne being together makes perfect sense. That should have happened at like episode one of this season. And then they should have like had his moment where he's like, I need to die with my sister. And like episode eight or episode nine, if these Spend were spread a few out, together. if these yeah. were spread out, then I think that both of them would work for his character. Right. It just felt rushed. I agree. You're right. Like, cause both things are equally true at the same time of J- Jamie's art. Well, even within the episode of Jamie uh, first having sex with Brienne and then leaving her that sh- that should have been spaced out yeah exactly no yeah. that's what I'm saying is like this should have just taken more time to develop but since everybody just has fast travel abilities thanks to uh, master brand now that people can just Ed Sheeran brought teleport. the jetpacks yeah <laughs> Ed Sheeran is the reason why people can just um, hop from one place to another let's backtrack like a little bit I did yeah. I wish that their actual death itself was better but I did like that the, that, the, the fact that they embraced the and they're, died together yeah really good actors and they did a really good yeah. job like it, it's I, sad to see them go man it is. i think yeah. they they could have used a little more you you said this earlier off mic we should have gotten more lena yeah, headley we got a lot of nikolai coster waldo and we did not get enough lena headley that, she's a, so talented think about that but like okay so going back a couple years to season seven everybody was just like oh well lena headley is gonna die this cersei's gonna die and then we're gonna get a whole season of the night king thank god God, we didn't get that. This is so much more interesting 100%. than that. <laughs> like, yes. Can we uh, backtrack to Euron? Because I hate him. I love him. I, I fucking hate don't Euron. Know why he's here? I, guess I was come so around to my pissed. hot take. Euron has a better arc than Theon. <laughs> Shut up. A lot. I don't know. I don't care about this. I think Euron is the hottest dude in Westeros. Are we going to see Yara again? I thought Yara was going to come in this episode. I really was expecting Yara to pop up. Yara on the throne? doesn't. You know, here's the thing. Uh, Euron's really fun to watch because that guy's just got a lot of personality in his fucking relatively drab world. And, like, but at the end of the day, like, Euron Greyjoy makes no fucking sense. I don't understand what his whole deal is. He doesn't ever feel like a He's real person. He's a plot person. point. So and when he dies, his last words are, I killed the Kingslayer. Like, did you I'm care? A plot, like, I'm did a plot point. Did you care point. about killing the Kingslayer before? Like, what, yeah. why does this matter to you? Like, who gives Well, I mean, shit? he's very obsessed with, like, fucking Cersei and being like, am I, was I better than your brother? Like, He's it's, obsessed with eyeliner, for that sure. That, too. Um... It's just one of those things where Euron seems like a missed opportunity that Euron in the books is like this 
very like he's more evil in the books than he is in the show. Like he has a um, what's it called? The uh, flute that he has a yeah, dragon. I, think, I don't know if he was in the sixth book. I I, I barely remember the fifth. But um, are we missing any other deaths? We got uh, sad mom and child. But uh, anyway, that was that well, was, I was gonna say was, uh, um, his like uh, flute that he has that like he can like call dragons to his side like that's just yeah. this amazing like thing about him. Same with like there's a new king of Dorne and I guess we're just not gonna see Dorne there's anymore. So much more Dorne in the like books. Dorne just got done dirty in the show. Like well, that's Dorne what, just seems like it's so much of a cool. That's place. what you're saying is like Essos is fine right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like all this shit happening with the with the dragons and the White Walkers and West and like everyone is just doing fine over in Essos. Just go over there. So here's hang my, out. Here's my question. I mean, how do we feel about Daenerys going uh going hardcore mad in this? It looked episode? great. We got it some did. amazing and, destruction porn. And how this is I mean, this is like the this is the deciding choice of this show. Like what kind of I think we have a way better idea what kind of ending there's gonna be now that like our hero has gone full uh, full villain. It's John versus Daenerys. Yeah. Okay, so I just, but what I mean, like the mood. It's, I feel like it's gonna be very melancholy. I did just want to say it's Dragonbinder. I just can't remember what the name oh, of his uh, horn okay. is. The um, Dragonbinder. But yes, the mood, I, the mood is very similar. Well, I don't know about very, but it reminded me of the episode, The Winds of Winter, the finale of season six, mm. which was also directed by Sapochnik. Yeah. So it's, it, it, you know, with with the other Sapochnik episode with uh, the Battle of Winterfell, the the Long Night, mm-hmm. it was big on spectacle. This one also had the the spectacle, but it didn't lean on it as much, and it gave us more grounded character moments. I agree. Even though those character moments were a little forced, I really thought that it, it was a a great payoff overall. Even though some of that payoff wasn't as great as it could have been, I just—I mean, I, the spectacle is so much better in this. Like, the, honestly, I think that the spectacle in this is like the best that Game of Thrones has ever done. Can we? Like, it, I think. Yeah. Th- I think that the there, there's a lot of shots in this that are better than anything that's ever been in Game of Thrones. Like, it's better than Hard Home, which Hard really? Home is my favorite. That's Game another of episode, But yeah, th- uh, that was the first. Th- their Hollywood Sipochnik. big blockbuster movie audition tape season's going really well <laughs> yeah. for them. They were like, look what we can do. Can we Can we <laughs> shout out the moment where Drogon first appears out of the clouds and Very starts cool. bombarding It almost makes you wonder, like, huh, if you were good at scouting, then why did you lose one of your dragons already in here? Danny fuck Cersei up this episode. There is no battle that happens here. It's just like... Which feels right. It's a massacre. Yeah. And like, Drogon it's truly taking just, out all the big crossbows. But, like, it almost oh. felt like because, like, they were able to, like, null her down, like, we have one dragon. That's going to level the playing fields. But they really want to just make it clear, like, yeah, we have one dragon. That's all that we need is a dragon against all of your forces. You know, we you guys got big crossbow, uh, bigger and bigger than ever. Like, they just, they made it bigger... So yeah. now they mass produced them, big crossbows, and it still just doesn't matter. I, um, yeah, no, I I, th- I think that feels really fitting. Like it really, it's really weird on the macro scale. I like almost everything this episode does. It's just the execution of that I'm not as into at all. But like it does feel right beyond Jamie and Cersei how a lot of these characters are ending and how this is all coming to a head. Uh, uh, before we wrap up, how do we feel about that final moment with Arya with the horse? She sees She's this bloodied white horse 
Do we think that's very real? children of men? I'm just it's feeling like, more. It's like a metaphor for her innocence. Like I don't. Like, now she's like I, of the world. I mean murder. that. I'm that's I'm like <laughs> I was <laughs> wondering where we were going. No, I was totally like, kidding. wait a second. Let's carve out another thirty minutes here uh, to get into that. Yeah, but, um, I, thought, I, I like that they kind of went a little, you know, esoteric, a little stylized. I I just thought, uh, you know. I, they're going for big swings this episode. I appreciated I, it. I mean, it looked gorgeous, like we keep it saying. It looks really good. This is, I mean, even if it is rushed, I think we all agree definitely on that point that you can tell, like, this is Danny, whether you think it was fully executed or not, Danny is breaking bad, and everybody around here is realizing that she's breaking bad this episode. And this conveys it in not a exposition way. It's purely visual, what you're watching. Like, you are watching her burn a city alive and watching the horrors that take yeah, place. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It, it's got a, uh, a meanness that I Do feel you think about, like, for the show. What really, like, full-on caused the horrors was Grey Worm snapping. Yeah, I don't know if I buy into that either, but just the feeling it evokes is really powerful. It's, it's powerful because yeah. this is somebody who's always just like been so like quiet and loyal, but the only person they ever really cared about was Masande, and these are the people that killed Masande. So, I um I wish Jamie would have gotten a better ending. Yeah, uh, I know she's still alive, but I wish Daenerys would have gotten a better ending. I agree because. She has always been she has always been saying that she was not her father, that she was not the Mad King, and now she's the Mad Queen. And I don't I don't know the sh- I don't think the show earned that. I even, think Yes, sir. Even though they clearly wanted to go there. I think if they could do it over, maybe they should have maybe at least seeded this out through the beginning of uh, the season, at least. Just her like if you're gonna show a mental decline to the point of butchering a city, like I'd like to see that happen to be more invested when you get to that moment. Uh, because otherwise it's kind of hard for me to really attach myself to it. I had I had one last question. Remember the visions about the the dragon flying over yeah. Yeah, and, two, right? and the, the snow? So now we know the snow is not snow. It's ash. It like it's metaphor. ash. Yeah. yeah no, I that's was like a metaphor. I don't know if it was like actually. Well, I mean, because city. literally we've seen every shot from that yeah. now, yeah, except right. for the ash on the throne. And that's the only thing. That's so left. Did, did Bran know? Did no, he, he just sees the past. not tell anyone? No, Bran sees the past. Did he see those <sighs> visions? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, Max found side I didn't explain it very well. Let's not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like it's maybe this is all a thing about the past is repeating itself. Maybe this is like when Aegon the first first came over well, and took over Westeros. I think we should give one last shout out to Harry Strickland. What a guy, man! <laughs> he didn't get one line. He didn't get he got one in episode one. Damn it! I needed to read hey, the book reason. Hey, he died firsthand at the hand of Grey Worm. So we hardly shout knew. out to Harry. Do we? Do we think this show is bad? What? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's I, bad. Do is anybody making that case? I'm definitely getting there. Give me another episode. I don't know, man. Because yeah. if you if you consume enough internet discourse, you're bound to think the show is bad. I I think this is a good show. So I here's we complain. I can't but, tell if you're making a joke or not. I think that when this show completely fails. Even the I'm worst not, episode in the yeah, series. Right, no. Okay, so the worst episode of the series was, I think, last season, the Beyond the Wall. That's yeah. the worst episode of the series. That's still better than like ninety six percent of all television. We, we had this discussion. You off can't Mike. say that this is a bad show. I'm, like well, objectively, it is a good show. I don't believe in like objectivity and like critical discussion of like cartoon shows, but like, you know, like <laughs> this is a cartoon. No, at this it's point. got dragons. No, it's um, <laughs> right. no, it's just like I think the show's got 
it's really inconsistent. It's got really great moments. It's got really bad episodes. Have really great up. Like it's very hard to k- k- keep a track on. Season six was phenomenal. Season seven was a shrug. This is not a bad season of TV. I thought this episode was not great. I, it's a weird show, but um, I do think compared to how it used to be, it is uh, lacking. Okay, all, okay all I'll, I'll agree with that. I do. Yeah. I think that this is a great episode. I think that while it has beautiful faults. I do think that this is a great episode of television. All I wanted to say is that if you take the internet discourse of Game of Thrones at face value, you're led to believe that this show has turned into trash. You're led to believe that this shit. is like shit that 17 million people are watching live still, on and TV. It's I not. I like season five more than this season. It's still, so. season even, five even though it's changed, it's still a good show. And it gave us a really outstanding episode tonight yeah. that was full of issues, and that's just how it is. Yeah, I'm just like what if it? What if like they just? What if maybe George R. R. You know R. R. got more far ahead? And they this episode is just it's on. human, okay? Like yeah, we, <laughs> it's got we, we ever like cons. they have some really good things, so, some like outstanding things, but yeah, like not very good at math. I guess okay, like I, timing isn't the best thing. I guess my thing is just the like, best charisma. It looks incredible. At the end of the day, I'm just like I'm not. Yeah, this episode's hot. It's just it's, 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 it's a hot it's dude, a hot but like he's kind of dumb. Yeah, and that's just doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you're kind of <laughs> dumb, you know. So yeah. we got one left. This one was called The Bells. That's cool. Uh, episode five, season eight, Game of Thrones, and that's it uh, <sighs> Man, until we next one week. More. And last, then that'll be the it. Last thing. I've now come around to this. Something my girlfriend's talked about. I'm really excited to see how George R. R. Martin decides to finish this story. If, if I, he if ever he does. does. Yeah, I think there's like a 50-50 shot. What if he waits book. until like 10.30 yeah. Eastern time <laughs> next week and drops then just both drops both books? Both right. books. Hey guys, <laughs> he just drops in and is just like, what's up? I think there's a 50-50 chance. Okay, then you know what? I'm excited to see what George R. R. Martin thinks about this season of television. According whenever to this, whenever he gets to talk about according it. According to Wikipedia, next week's episode is called A Dream of Spring. And it's written and directed by well, Benny Offenbach. That's the name of the final book. Yeah. Yep. The plan book. That's, yep. that's cool. All right. Well, All right. Yeah. let us know what you thought. Game of Thrones. And we'll be back next week with the final episode of the series. So it's been a good ride. We'll see you next week. Fair. I've been Ernest. Hunter. Hunter. Harry. Fare thee well, Kyburn. Oh, shit. Man, Kyburn. Okay. Let's just pour him. one <laughs> out yeah. for Kyburn. That, that snap of the back was better <laughs> than the it. snap of the back in The Dark Knight Rises. The snap of Kyburn's back was better than the snap of Thanos in Infinity War. That's and on a that good note, line. <laughs> we'll see you next Bye. week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.